Welcome to a message from Oasis Church. For more information about Oasis Church and how you can get connected, please visit MyOasisChurch.com. Here's Pastor Mark Pearl. Enjoy the message. Let's go to Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10, we're going to begin there. And um, got an unusual, I, I don't guess it's real unusual, but it's a little unusual, message we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about distractions. You, uh, you can drive down the road and you can always tell somebody that's paying more attention to their phone than they're driving. And that irritates me unless I'm doing it. If I'm doing it, it's different. It's really, it's really needful if I'm doing it. But others shouldn't be doing that. It's against the law to start with. And, uh, but they still do it, you know. And it's like, you know, I'll sit there at the inter- intersection and I'm like, they're on their phone because they're not pulling out. And it's like, what are you waiting for? Them to stall a traffic signal, a traffic cop? What are you waiting for? Pull out. And, you know, sure enough, they're on their cell phone or, you know, things like that. They're distracted. Amen. Amen. And you're not doing your best when you're distracted, huh? You know that. You're not doing your best driving or... Our conversation, you know what I'm saying? People sometimes get distracted. You, you go out and, uh, you know, you see uh, people that out in a restaurant and all they're doing is looking at their phone and they're just distracted, you know, and uh, trying to carry on the conversation while they're looking at their phone and all that. And uh, so we're going to talk about this tonight, about, about our cell phones. Well, maybe a little bit. Amen. I don't know. We'll see. But let's go to Luke chapter 10. You there? Verse 38, the Bible says, uh, Now it came to pass as they went, that's Jesus and his disciples, that he entered into a certain village and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. And uh, verse 39, she had a, uh, a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. That's a good thing to do. But, you know, that, that takes some, some uh, time, doesn't it? It says, but Martha was, uh, the King James uses the word cumbered about much serving. The word cumbered means to be hindered or distracted. Because distractions hinder you. And he said, Martha was cumbered about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, do, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Bid her, therefore, that she help me. I mean, she's, she's a little hot right now. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Forgive me, Martha, I wasn't thinking. That's not what he said, did he? He said, Martha, Martha. How me you know when somebody calls your name twice, you're about to learn something. Remember, what, remember when, your, when your parents, when they would say your whole name, that meant... That's the, uh, see, our parents didn't know anything about timeout. They knew about knockout. And, you know, we knew, we knew when our whole name got called, that's it. That's it. You either do it now or you're in big trouble. And so, anyway, so Jesus says, Martha, Martha, you're careful and troubled about many things. Everybody say many things. Now, how I many know there, there's a lot of things right now to get distracted with? 
there's more than there, as far as I know, there's more than there ever has been. You know, I, I, I borrowed Phyllis's cell phone because, you know, when I was growing up, we didn't have one of these. Facebook, isn't she cute? That's, can you see her? Yeah, isn't she cute? That's, that's our great, great, no, great, great granddaughter. Let's don't go too far with this. Praise God. Great granddaughter. Anyway, that, you know, and Facebook was a three-party line. That's how you found out what was going on. But, you know, we had, you know, and, and, and really, you know, technology has increased so much. It's, it's just been amazing over the last uh, 20 years or 30 years or so. Uh, I mean, people don't realize it. I'm not an old man. I'm just in my 60s. But, you know, I grew up, your phone was on the wall. It was a, it was a rotary dial. Remember that? And, um, you know, that's, that, 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 you, either got, you either got them when you were at home, the party line was open, or you just didn't get them. And somehow we seem to survive. Now, these things can be, and modern technology can be a great tool for the gospel. But it can be a big distraction if you don't, if you don't monitor, it, monitor it right and you let it have too big a place in your life. It's estimated the average person is going to spend over five years on their phone or more than that, actually, probably. I heard a survey. I don't know where they get all these surveys at, but I heard a survey that 53% of the people in America would, would rather lose their sense of smell than lose their electronics and their social media. I'd say we're hooked, wouldn't you? And so, now, <laughs> this isn't a service about go burn your cell phones, okay? It's not what this is about. I have a cell phone. Amen. I have an iPad. I have, I have the electronics. But you have to manage them and not let them manage you. Amen? And Phyllis has told me before, turn your phone off. And, you, you know, I'm still working on that, you know. I don't know. You know, you say, well, maybe somebody might need me. Well, they'll call back, right? I heard a minister say one time, he said, I've got to go to the uh, Oval Office, the President's office. Uh, and he said, when we got ready to go in, he said, one of the things they said, give us your cell phones. We're going to put them here in a box. You can't take your cell phone in the Oval Office because we don't, we don't need that distraction. In other words... You don't need to be in there with the president and your phone rings. Well, how much more the king of kings and lord of lords? Amen. Right? And so, now, now here in this story we just read here in Luke chapter 10, Jesus is at Martha's house and evidently he's teaching the word. How many know when Jesus is teaching the word, it's not time to be cooking beans? Not even tacos. Even if Pastor Jerry's there, it's not time to do that. Amen. So, you know, thank God for Mexican food. Praise God for it. Amen. Can I get a better amen than that? Amen. You know, uh, but how many know there's a time for all things? And so, you know, Martha's in there cooking, and Jesus is in there teaching, and Mary's in there sitting at his feet. And now Martha's upset because Mary's not distracted like she's distracted. You know, distracted people get upset when you're not distracted. But how many know we're supposed to focus on the right things? Amen? Amen. See, I have a Bible, one of my Bibles, it has this footnote about this verse. It says, Martha wanted to be a proper hostess, 
Mary wanted to be a proper disciple. Wow. I'd rather be a proper disciple. Amen? And so verse 41, Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you're, you're careful, you're troubled about many things. Everybody say many things again. Because there's so many things, you know, when we were growing up, you know this, that you're a little older, we didn't have all the TV selections you have today. I was sitting with a minister one day and he and his brother's a minister. And he said about his brother, he has a he had a satellite or something like that dish. Um, and uh, he said his brother and I, this sounds astounding, but this is what he told me. I, if I, got, I remember the, 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 it was way up there. His brothers could get like 750 channels. I didn't know they had, were that many channels. When we were growing up, it was ABC, CBS, NBC, and the local PBS station. And most of those didn't come in. Not all of them did. So you, you didn't have the distractions. We didn't have all the things that were... Readily available. I'm not griping about this. Don't misunderstand. I'm, gri- I'm just saying you got to manage it. Amen. And you know, I, I remember. You know, we didn't have remote controls. We we kids were the remote control. We would turn it to gun smoke. I think gun smoke was on Monday night or something like that. We would turn it to gun smoke. When gun smoke got over, and Dad wanted to watch another show, he sent us one of us kids to turn the TV. And we might have to go outside and turn the TV antenna to get the other station in. And so I'm not, I'm not up here preaching to you that I want to go back to that because we didn't have garage door openers in those days either. <laughs> right? We didn't have central air. We didn't have a lot of things. My grandparents didn't have an indoor bathroom. When you stayed at grandma's house, you had to walk the planks in the nighttime if you know, you wanted to go out there and do something. And they always had a two-seater. And I, I, it, took me, it took me years to figure out why we'd ever have a two-seater. I don't know who will. There's some experiences should never be shared. So, so, I won't go into that any further, all right? Somebody explained to me there's a reason behind that, and I, and I won't tell you what it is. You might want to eat after service, but anyway. Uh, but I'm just saying to you, I, I, I'm not against the technology. I'm not against any of this. But, you know, there's some, there's, you just got to manage it that you don't, you don't allow life to become distractions. Now, me, I'm still an old type guy. I got my phone. I got my iPad. I got my computers. You know, I, I got those things, you know. I got all that. But when it comes down, man, I still want my leather Bible. I still want my physical Word of God. This thing doesn't, it doesn't beep at me. It doesn't ting, bing. I mean, you know, and now we, 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 we welcomed a new family member to our house a few years back. Her name is Alexa. No, that's not our granddaughter. Her name is Alexis. But, you know, and, and that, you know, and it's just like having a, a, a friend in the house. I mean, I can ask her anything, and she's always nice to me and talks to me, never corrects me. Doesn't always understand me. But she's always there for me. <laughs> Amen. Anytime I have a need or ask something, no. <laughs> she's there to answer it. Now, there's a few times I ask her and she says that she doesn't know, you know. But uh, she's pretty good. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, thank God for Phyllis. She's, she's, she's there sometimes, but 
Alexa's there all the time. Praise God. Always can ask her a question. You know, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you ask your wife a question and you get a dumb look because you're just being dumb. How do you know that? You know, Phyllis and I made a pact that if, we, any, if either one of us said something dumb, uh, you know, uh, you know, if I say something dumb, you know, that, that she corrects me. If she says something dumb, I keep my mouth shut. I think we just made it right now. I <laughs> understand that, uh, you know, all the, we're not preaching against devices because there's a lot of other things in life that become distractions. And this is what's happened here to Mary, I mean, or Martha. I mean, Jesus is in the house. He's teaching the Word, and she's concerned about cooking. Don't misunderstand me. I appreciate some Marthas every now and then because I like to eat. But there's a time and a place, right? Amen? Now, notice what Jesus said, uh, verse 41 again. Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you're, you're careful. You're troubled about many things. Many things. There's just so many things that's going on. So much information. Amen. Don't be one of those people that check the news every five minutes. It's too much. But one thing is needful, and Mary hath chosen. How many know it's a choice you make? She's chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. Jesus called what Mary did. She took the good part. How many of there's parts of life that aren't as good as other parts of life. There's things in your life that are not as good as certain things in your life. You need to learn to, to put value where the value needs to be. Amen. You could lose your cell phone and you still can have a good life. Well, that was weak, wasn't it? See, if you, if, you grew, if you grew up on these things, maybe you think I have to have them, but... I'm living proof that you don't. Amen. I'm living proof. I've got some friends, they got one, and I don't know why they got it. You send them a text, and a month later, they answer you back. Yes. I mean, it's too late, man. The meeting's already over. We're not going. You're not going. You missed it. I realize they're not bound by it. They're not bound by technology. Amen. And so we, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not really putting too much jam on that. I do have some friends that, man, they're, they're, their skills are really low on totem pole when it comes to operating this kind of stuff, you know. And um, so now look at Luke chapter 21. Go there, Luke 21. I look at a few scriptures tonight just talking about distractions, how we have to be aware that there are so many distractions today. There's just so many. Um, gosh, you know. Uh, the town I came from, if you wanted to go out to eat, I mean, you just, you, you just didn't have to make a lot of choices. Uh, you know, when I moved to Evansville years ago, uh, I got a thing from uh, Welcome Wagon. Welcome Wagon, remember them? They sent us some things, and they told us how many restaurants. I still can't hardly believe they were right, but maybe they were. I think it's a little bit over much, but they counted everything, I guess, all the fast food. They said there's 500 restaurants in the area. Maybe they were counting, you know, Boonville, Newburgh, uh, Henderson. I don't know, but they said 500. I know there's a lot. There's a lot of restaurants. And so now, uh, and I don't, I don't, 
I don't, I'm one of these people, I don't deal well with big menus. It's too much. I want, I want page one, two, and three. And a friend of mine, a pastor friend of mine, the Evelines, they were at a restaurant out in California, out in a meeting, and, and they, she took me a picture of the menu and sent it back to me. She said, now this is your kind of menu. Hamburger, hot dog, cheeseburger, french fries. That was it. Yeah, I can order off that. But, but there are so many, so many choices and so many things. That, that, that's what Jesus said about Martha. He said, you're troubled about many things, girl. You've got a lot of things that bug, bug you. And uh, we don't need to be that way. Amen? Right. Now, Luke chapter 21. Come on, are you with me tonight? you get anything? Luke 21, look at this, verse 34. It says, this is Jesus talking again. And he said unto them, take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged. You got too much of a charge in your heart with the King James uses the word surfeiting, which is a word that means excess of anything and, and drunkenness and cares of this life or distractions of this life. So that they come upon you unawares. Literally, he's talking about the end times and his coming. You could get so distracted and get, that you, you, you miss it. You say, well, I don't see how that could happen. You can get distracted enough that you meant, people get distracted enough now, even people like us, that we miss some things God wants to do sometimes because we're so distracted. And he said you could get so distracted that you actually miss the uh, coming of the Lord, the end times. He said, and that day, notice this, uh, come upon you unawares. You don't even realize what's happening. For as a snare shall it come upon all them that dwell upon the face of the whole earth. Watch you therefore and pray always that you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. What is, Paul, what is Jesus saying? Well, He's simply saying that distractions, they, they desensitize you to the things of God. Amen. I don't know if I'm going to teach this series anytime soon, but I've got one that I'm thinking about teaching. And it's simply about how, have you, I think I might have written about it a little bit, but have you ever seen in the Bible where the Bible talks about having eyes to see, but they don't see, ears to hear, but they don't hear, a heart to receive, but they don't receive? In one place it says God gave them that. And it's like, why would God give somebody ears that can't hear? Remember what Jesus said, if any man have ears... Let him do what? Him, he wasn't talking about physical ears, right? I mean, he's talking about spirituals. But why would, why would, why would God do that? God wants everybody to hear, right, His Word. Well, here's, here's, here's the thing. The, the, Jesus said it this way. He said, don't cast your pearls before the swine, right? I had a minister one time. Showing me his church. I like this. I told you this story before, but I, don't, I think it's funny. I thought, I thought I was pretty clever when I said it. So work with me. Laugh when I tell you this, all right? But I had a minister one time. We were, he was showing me his church. He, so he opens the door for me to go in, you know, and he says, age before beauty. I said, pearl before swine. Get it? All right. That's good, isn't it? All right. I just need a little building up tonight. Praise God. Now, all right, what, where was I at? What was I talking about? Uh, I got distracted. <laughs> what was I talking about before? Huh? 
ears to know here. Now, why would, why would that be? Well, here's the key behind that. See, you have to, ha you have to hunger for it to have it. It, people that aren't hungry, you know, doing this, doing this for a long time, ministering the Word, why is it some people come to church and it's like they didn't get anything out of it, and the next person, their life got totally changed? What is that? It has to do with ears to hear. Part of it does. In other words, they're hungry, and when you're hungry, God will give it to you. Those that hunger and thirst after righteousness will be what? They'll be filled. But if you come in and you're full of yourself, you're full of distractions, you're full of the world, you're full of natural things, then you don't have that hunger, you, you won't get anything. You just won't because you're not in a position to receive from God. I mean, you have to put yourself in a position to receive. So that's the whole gist uh, of that whole thing where the Bible talks about having ears to hear and they, they, don't, they don't hear, eyes to see, they don't see. It's not that God doesn't want them to have them. Of course He does. He wants everybody to have them. But He's not going to give it to people that aren't hungry for it. Jesus told His disciples, unto you it's given to know the mysteries of the kingdom. But to them without, I speak it in parables because it's not given to them to know it. It's not that God doesn't want them to know it. The Bible says when a, when a man turns to the Lord, the veil's lifted. When his heart turns to the Lord, that veil gets lifted and he can see all the things of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Isn't that right? I didn't know why people, you know, you know, before I was saying, I didn't know why people went to church. Uh, you know, I, I, the only thing I could figure out was you went to church for two reasons. One, you didn't want to go to hell. That's a pretty good reason, wouldn't you say? Number two, when I learned about this, I didn't always know about this, but I heard about this as I got a little, little older. Uh, so you make it in the rapture, and you're not here when it, for the Antichrist. That's another pretty good reason. How many know that? That's a pretty good reason. But little did I know that when I got saved and I got eyes to see and ears to hear, I found out there was so much richness in God's Word. So many blessings. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know God wanted to heal you. I didn't know that was an option. I didn't know God wanted to take care of you financially. I didn't know that was an option. All I knew is that, you know, that he wanted to save you, what they called saved, which is most important, right? Of course. But you don't have to choose. Amen. It's like I say, you go to Dairy Queen, whipped cream, and nuts comes with it. I'm going to take it, especially the whipped cream. Amen. See what I'm saying? See, if you, you see, if you, don't have, if you don't have ears to hear, it's simply because you're not hungry. Amen. I, I, I tell you what, I, no, I, I've just found this out in my own, own life. I don't just listen to anybody because, look, I want to, I want to stay with, with the vision God's given me. I want to stay in faith. I don't want people putting unbelief in me. But I can listen about anybody and get something out of it because, you know, I'll pick the good stuff out. It's like Brother Hagin used to tell people, he said, eat the hay, spit the sticks out. There's some people you listen to, there's too many sticks, not enough hay. So it's not worth your time. Amen. Amen. Now, so what I want to say about this verse is before we move on, because we're going to look at some other verses tonight. I'm going to have a whole lot more to go, but we're going to look at some other verses. But what I want to say about this is when, when you get so 
distracted with the cares of this life, with the things of life, it literally desensitizes you spiritually, and most of the time you don't even know what's happening. But you don't have the hunger for the things of God any longer. You don't have the hunger. Why, why do you think, and I believe this is going to change. I'm just telling you what I believe, and it's just, it's just a belief of mine. Uh, but why do you think churches today are so... Uh, now, this isn't true of everyone, but a lot. You know, a lot of times, all we see sometimes is the, the TV churches, the, 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 the mega churches. There's not that many of them in America. There's some. But why do you think so many? Because, I, I mean, even like ministers that I've watched over the years. I was telling Phyllis, this particular minister, he's a, he's a famous minister, and I've watched him preach for years. And I said, the other day, I was going through his website, and I was just clicking on different videos, one from uh, 2001 maybe, in 2006, then 2016, then 2023. And I told I said, I observed the crowd was big in 2001. As you kept the years going, it kept getting smaller and smaller. And I noticed that. And the reason is, not, not the total reason, but one of the reasons is Christians, not, we're not talking about the world, Christians are so distracted that things of the world mean more to them now than being in the house of God. They're distracted. The danger is, is you get desensitized to the things of the Spirit. And then you're going to miss a lot of good things. Amen. One time, this has happened more than once, by the way. But finally, I got an answer to it. Let me tell you what happened. The Lord, I would pray about a meeting. I would pray, like, Lord, what do you want to do tonight? You know, like, what do you want me to preach? Is there people you want me to pray for tonight, minister to? Is there, you know, these are your people. You know what they need. You know what you want to do. I want your plan. And I, I can remember more than one time the Lord said, no, I, I want you to pray, oh, I want you to pray uh, or give a prophetic word to so-and-so and to so-and-so and to so-and-so. Maybe let's just say three people. I would get in that service, Pastor Jerry, and so-and-so would be there, and so-and-so would be there, but the other so-and-so wouldn't be there. And I thought I had to miss God because God knew they weren't going to be there. Didn't He? Didn't He? Of course He did. So I went to the Lord about it. I said, now, now Lord, I don't understand this because you, I felt like you told me to pray for this one and this one and this one. I prayed for this one or gave him a prophetic word. It was right on target. And for that one, it was right on target. And for that one, they weren't there. So it could have been you. He said, what did you pray? I mean, I'll never, I'll never forget this. He said, what did you ask me? I said, well, I asked you for your will. He said, that's what I gave you. It was my will for them to be there. He said, I don't change my plan just because they're not going to be there. I thought, I didn't miss it after all. I did hear from God. That helped me a lot. Amen. See, and I've seen that happen over the years where, I, where I'm going to the service and the Lord says, I want you to pray for this person, I want you to minister to this person, and then not be there. And the reason why they're not there, see, now how I many know God knows the difference between uh, a valid reason and an unvalid reason, doesn't he? Right? So what happened with them? Distractions. Distractions. Kept them out of the plan of God. I don't want to miss anything God's got for me. 
All right, you were shouting a little bit better a while ago, but anyway, that's all right. Um, go, to, go to Mark chapter 4. Go there. Mark chapter... Thank you. He thinks he wrote this book. Mark does. Jackie's tried to tell him, Mark, you didn't write it. He th- he... Mark chapter 4. It's a good book. Amen. Mark the fourth chapter. All right, look, look with me. Uh, I just want to read a couple verses here. We'll cut into this, what Jesus is teaching. Here. He's talking about the sower sows the word. Mark chapter 4, verse 18, he said, These are they, like, these are they which are sown among thorns. Now, how I many thorns are the curse, right? Such as hear the word and the cares of this world, the distractions of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, the lust of other things, entering in, choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. So the Word can become unfruitful in our lives if we allow too many distractions to enter in. Now, what does it mean? Well, I mean, listen. Distractions are a part of life. They come. They come at all of us. But he talked about when they enter in, in other words, when you, get, you let them have a place in your life or in your heart, they shouldn't have. We all got natural stuff to do, don't we? I mean, you're not going to get away. It's just like Martha cooking. Let me know. Somebody's got to cook sometime, right? Isn't that right? I mean, we can't all be Chick-fil-A's. What do you mean? It closed on Sunday. When are we going to eat at? God forbid we should have to go home. So thank God there's a few... Heathen to have some restaurants, praise God. All right, that's it. Some of you don't understand jokes. Listen, I have humor. If you don't, boo on you. That's all I can say. Hey, man, how, how many know? Did you know that? Did you know? Probably you didn't even know this. Did you know that the Apostle Paul's father was one of the the thieves on the cross with Jesus. Did you know the Bible teaches that? How many knew that? Nobody reads their Bible? I'm surprised at you people. You don't read. Paul said, my old man was crucified with Christ. All right, that was another joke, by the way. Some of you don't know what those are. All right. (laughs) See, Jesus said, now notice this, entering in. What's that mean? Well, it means they take a place in your life they shouldn't have. See, they take a a place that's in in your life that's bigger than the Word of God. In other words, natural things mean more to you than the the Word of God. We've just read that's a problem. Jesus said to Martha, he he rebuked her for it, didn't he? Right? Right? So we have to understand, listen... uh, I like this. You can write this down if you want, if you're taking notes. Colossians 3, 1 and 2 says, If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sits at the right hand of God. Set your affection or your mind on things above, not on things of the earth. Now, I'm not preaching to you that, you know, we can just go around and all we do all day long is read our Bibles. You you can't do that. 
Why are you so quiet? You, you know, people say, people say, will you pray for me, Pastor, for 24 hours straight? No, I'm going to eat, man. I'm going to, no, uh-uh. I'm not. No. Because you wouldn't for me, so there, take that. Yeah. How me understand, you know, like when Paul said pray without ceasing, do you think he literally meant we're supposed to be praying 24 hours a day? Of course not. You're going to sleep. But what he says is don't let the fire of your prayer life go out. Keep it burning. That, that, that's why the Bible means what it says to meditate in the word day and night. In other words, it needs to be in the forefront of your life. See, God understands that you have natural things to do. You've got kids to raise. You've got a job to work. Amen. You know, but yet at the same time, even though we've got natural things to do, they don't have to enter in and take a place they're not supposed to have. They just, and they, this is happening to Christians. It's, they're just, their life is so consumed with the natural things and they're distracted. That they, they've lost their hunger for spiritual things. Not all Christians, of course, but too many. And we've got to, we've got to get that corrected. Amen. I don't want to miss anything God has for me. Amen. You know what I'm saying? I mean, see, you know, how many know the woman at the well? Remember her? She's, uh, she, she said uh, to Jesus, you know, uh, give me water that I, I don't have to drink again. I don't have to thirst again. And Jesus said, I, I give you living water. And he talked about whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I give him shall never thirst again. The, the, how many know the things of the world, they don't satisfy you spiritually? They don't. I'm not saying there's anything necessarily wrong with them if they're godly, but they don't satisfy you spiritually. The things of God satisfy you spiritually. You are spirit, soul, and body. Amen. And your spirit man's not satisfied. You know, listen, gun smoke does not satisfy your spirit man. Okay, that's probably a little old for some of you. You don't even know what gun smoke is. It's a Western show, but... Um, I mean, that doesn't satisfy you. Amen. It, it may satisfy you naturally. It may satisfy you, you're, you know, you're, you may like it naturally, but it doesn't satisfy you spiritually. You don't leave there, you know, like satisfied spiritually. Like, wow, ooh, I had an encounter with God with Festus and Matt <laughs> Dillon. <laughs> now, God could teach you things while you're watching it, but it's only because he got involved. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. All right. So, so let's, let's, look, let's look at another scripture uh, at um, Proverbs chapter 4. Go there. We're going we're to wind down here. Proverbs chapter 4. And I want to look at uh, a few verses there. Proverbs the fourth chapter. Did, did I, are, are we already there or have I told you to go there? I haven't told you to go there? All right, go there. Proverbs chapter 4. And let's go there. Paul told us in, in 1 Corinthians 7, 35, he said, I want you. He said, I want to put a snare on you. He said, I'm not trying to put a snare on you. But he said, I'm just saying what I'm saying to you so that you may learn to serve the Lord without distractions. See, So I'm not trying to put any kind of snare on you where we go home and, you know, we get rid of all. We burn our TVs. We get rid of all of our cell phones and all that. I'm not trying to put a snare on you. I'm just saying learn to serve the Lord without all those distractions. Learn to not let them have first place in your life. And, you know, learn that you can live without 
all of that stuff. But you can't live without the Word of God. You can't live without a relationship with the Lord. You can't live without spending time with Him. Not, 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 you can live naturally, but you can't, you can't live the high life Jesus talked about. Remember what Jesus said? I've come to give you what? Life and life more abundant. So that's two things, isn't it? I come to give you life, then there's a comma. Like one guy said one time, I never forgot this years ago. He said, get on the other side of the comma. When you got born again, you got life. But there's a comma, you can get on the other side of that. There's life more abundantly. That's the kind of life I want to live. The more abundant life. You can't live that way if you're distracted. You know, you can get distracted with yourself. What do you mean by that? Some people, all they do all day long is think about them. Lately, all I've had is me on my mind. I am so beautiful to me. I'm everything I hope for, everything I need. You ever meet people like that? You know? I think sometimes God sings, you know how we sing, I exalt you? I think sometimes God's up there singing, you exhaust me. <laughs> because we're always thinking about us. Do you know there's other people in life besides you? Open your eyes. And literally, if you put others first, God will take care of yours. Amen. Now, praise God for that. That's a good bit of wisdom right there. I don't take any of it back, and you don't like it, you can just suck your thumb. Because it's the truth, amen. People get so caught up with themselves, you know. I've actually got a series. I don't, I don't, it doesn't, it won't ever sell. But it's, it's on overcoming selfishness. Nobody ever buys that one. Really, I'm, no, 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 really it's true. People don't buy those kind of things. They want the one on prosperity and you know, who I am and Christ and all that I have. Really, I'm not making this up, man. I've been at this a long time, man. I remember years ago when, you know, Pastor Debbie, remember Pastor Debbie? Y'all remember her? She was just here, right? <laughs> Has she been with us so long you forgot already? <laughs> Listen, I, when she was getting started in ministry, she used to, her and, her and Brother Greg, used to travel with us and help us do meetings. They'd help us put on meetings, and she would do the tape table, and Greg would sort of run the sound. <laughs> but anyway, uh, and so in those days, it was cassettes. We didn't have CDs, you know. And so I had this cassette teaching. It might have been a series. I can't remember. But it was on faithfulness. Well, you know, in those days, I mean, we're doing everything. I mean, we're replenishing the tape table. We're making the tapes. You know what I'm saying? So you know how much is selling. You know how much is, you know, you know what I'm saying? How many followers that? And she had one. Uh, one of her messages was on our table. It was called Spiritual Success. That one on Spiritual Success, uh, honestly, you could, it just kept running out and running out. You'd have to replenish it, replenish it, replenish it. The one on Faithfulness, you, you had to blow the dust off of it. <laughs> you open up the case, moss flew out of the... Little clear plastic case that they'd hatched eggs in there. It hadn't been opened in so long. 
But the thing about it is, is that her teaching on spiritual success was about faithfulness. But because she had the good sense to title it right, like dummy didn't, people bought it. I just thought people like faithfulness. No, they don't like faithfulness. They like spiritual success. But I mean, no, faithfulness produces spiritual success. And so she titled hers right. I know of a preacher, he, and he, he, I don't mean to be kind of graphic, but I know of a preacher, he preached a message, and then he, he passed him out, he had him handed out in the, in the high schools years ago. And, and the title of it was Free Sex. Oh, man, the kids are listening, I was like crazy. And all it was was the consequences of that. How that would destroy your life. See, it wasn't within God's parameters. Amen. Now, are you in Proverbs? We'll close right here. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. It says, My son, attend to my words, incline your ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. So what's he saying? Don't get distracted here. For they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. The Greek here in my Bible it says medicine or the Hebrew, medicine to all their flesh. I have written down there, the word will fix whatever ails you. Now here's what I want to get to. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. In other words, Paul, the, uh, excuse me, Solomon is simply saying, you're going to have in life what's coming out of your heart. So keep your heart with all diligence. That's where the issues of life come from. Now that surprises people, but boy, I don't have time to, to develop this. But man, I could teach on that and show you all kinds of things in the Bible that prove to you that what you have in life, it comes out of your heart. Right? Well, no, I thought it would come from what God provided. Well, God has to provide it before you could have it. But for you to have it, it's got to come out of your heart. You got to, you got to see it in your heart. And so, I don't know about you, I want power coming out of my heart. I want blessing coming out of my heart. I want my heart cluttered with a bunch of stuff. It's not going to produce any help or produce any power. I want, I want the blessing to come out. There's a huge, huge, huge thing here that people need to get a hold of. When God wants to change your life, He changes what's on the inside of you first. People want to talk about faith and what faith will do. First thing faith will do is change you. Romans 15 says we have joy and peace in believing. It changes you first before it changes the outside. Amen. It'll cause you to have peace and rest on inside. And you'll have it whether you have it outside yet or not. But because of your faith, you know that it's just a matter of time before your outside changes. Amen. And we're talking about things that you have need of even. Amen. Praise God. Thank God for His Word. That concludes today's message. For more information about Oasis Church, please visit MyOasisChurch.com. Thanks for listening.